the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. tremble we bow down we fast we mourn we separate ourselves from unholiness offering a sacrifice of praise 
Welcome to a time of prayer in the Lord, to pray in the Spirit. Our phone number is 877-534-0780. I'm Ray Greenley from the National Prayer Chapel. This is Pilgrim's Progress. Would you call and pray today? One of the saddest chapters in the book of Isaiah is chapter 22. I want to share it with you. An oracle concerning the valley of vision. What troubles you now that you've gone up on the roofs, O town full of commotion, O city of tumult and revelry? Your slain were not killed by the sword, nor did they die in battle. All your leaders have fled together. They have been captured without using the bow. And all you who were caught were taken prisoner together, having fled while the enemy was still far away. Therefore I said, turn away from me. Let me weep bitterly. Do not try to console me over the destruction of my people. The Lord, the Lord Almighty has a day of tumult and trampling and tear in the valley of vision, a day of battering down walls, a crying out to the mountain. Your choice valleys are full of chariots and horsemen are posted at the city gates. The defense of Judah, they're stripped away. And you looked in that day to the weapons in the palace of the forest. You saw that the city of David had many breaches in its defenses. You stored up water in the lower pool. You counted the buildings in Jerusalem and tore down houses to strengthen the wall. You built a reservoir between the two walls for the water of the old pool. But you did not look to the one who made it or have regard for the one who planned it long ago. The Lord, the Lord Almighty, called you on that day to weep and to wail, to tear out your hair and put on sackcloth. But see, there is joy and revelry, slaughtering of cattle, killing of sheep, eating of meat and drinking of wine. Let us eat and drink, you say, let us, for tomorrow we die. The Lord Almighty has revealed this in my hearing. Till your dying day, this sin will not be atoned for, says the Lord, the Lord Almighty. Isaiah is writing about the time of the destruction of Jerusalem. And there is God's way and there is man's way. And man's way is to watch, to 
seek after all the information, and then to say, come on, let's party while we can, for tomorrow we die. That's what's happening in the American church today. It has to change. I was up early this morning again in the prayer closet, just waiting before the Lord. And I began to cry. I began to weep. And my heart is still so heavy, I wasn't sure I could do this broadcast today. You ask why? Because God begins to do a work among his people. And then suddenly they become very busy. They have to go take care of this, or they have to go watch NASCAR, or they have to go watch the tennis, or they have to watch distracted by by things of no import instead of praying. Some of you are so glued to the news, and you know all about it, and you can talk about it at length, but no passion to cry out to God, no tears, no, no recognition that we're, as a church in America, extremely sick. And I'm praying for the church. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for me. That we will stop being distracted by all the devil's devices and give true focus and attention to the work of getting right with Jesus and crying out to him for his church. We need Jesus to come and breathe the life of the Holy Spirit into us. So turn off your televisions. Turn aside from the news. Turn off the radios. Seek the face of Jesus. Cry out to Jesus. So that's what we're going to do for the next hour. We're going to cry out to Jesus. Our phone number in studio is 877-534-0780. As the Holy Spirit calls you, please call. Please pray. Lord Jesus, I come to pray. I come to wait upon you for the breathing of your, of your breath upon your church to strengthen us, to give us life, to heal us. How can we pray, heal our land, until we've prayed, heal my heart, Jesus. Heal your people. Heal your pastors. Heal our hearts, Lord. Our hearts long, O God, for the presence of your Holy Spirit to come in power, to revive us, 
to give us the appropriate words of repentance. But not just words. The reality of turning aside from all of the devil's devices and recognizing that we are in the time of tribulation as it begins. That you're coming, Jesus, for a bride. Oh, come, Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus, and revive us once again. Lord, I just come crying out to you. Revive your people once again. Oh, Lord, we've been so full of ourselves. Full of what our hearts desire. And yet the wounds of our hearts are so deep. The wounds fester and bleed. Lord, Lord Jesus, please send your Holy Spirit now to your people. Lord, some are sick and they need your healing touch. Some don't have money and don't know how they're going to survive. Lord, some are in broken relationships. Some are in the midst of divorce. Some are are losing their jobs. And they don't know how they can survive. Lord, we need you to come and breathe upon us and heal our wounds and give us the strength to stand on your word. Lord, if you don't do this, your church in America will die. For the church is in terminal condition. You have vomited us out of our buildings. Oh, Lord. The greatest gift we need, the only gift we need, is for you to breathe upon us, Jesus. Breathe upon us, breath of God. Breathe upon us, breath of God. I pray this in your holy name. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Our phone number in studio is 877-534-0780. You're welcome to call. This is your time. Is your heart crying out for the Holy Spirit and revival? Is your heart crying out that Jesus would heal his people? Then call. Lord, I ask that you would 
take the hand of the devil off the mouth of your people and put in us the utterance you would have us pray. Lord, would you come quickly and meet us and hear the cries of our heart? Mighty God, there are a number of you who are listening on the radio, on YouTube. Would you call and pray? Don't just listen, but call and pray. Again, the phone number is 877-534-0780. Mr. Producer, do we have any calls coming in? Lines are wide open. 877-534-0780. This is a time to pray. Almighty God, I come praying today that you will give your church new strength, that you will place in us a backbone that we could rise up and pray. That, Lord, you would remove from us corruption, dishonesty, love of the world, comfort of the flesh, fighting and arguing with one another, pride and arrogance. Lord, I ask that the corruption that's in the American church, oh Lord, the corruption that's in our hearts, Would you fully expose it, uncover it, uncover in every church in Washington metro area any corruption in that congregation, in that pastor's life, in that church. Uncover it, Lord. Sweep your church clean. Wash us. Cleanse us. Breathe upon us. Spirit of the living God. I pray, Lord, you will give us a backbone. And I pray for the pastors in the greater Washington area that you will give us a backbone to speak your word honestly, to no longer be people pleasers, to no longer be business CEOs. But, oh God, bring us into the ministry of the gospel of Jesus where a straight prophetic word can be uttered. Yes, words of comfort for your people, but not words of compromise. Straight, honest words with arrows of the Holy Spirit bringing conviction and turning sinners to righteousness. Lord, let it be so now in your church, not just in Washington, but Lord, across this nation in all of the churches in America. And Lord, many who are listening don't even attend a church. 
They're isolated. They're alone. But Lord, you want to produce you want to produce fruit in their lives so that their testimony is powerful and brings forth righteousness in the hearts of their listeners. But Lord, that's going to take the breathing of the Holy Spirit upon us in power. Lord, would you breathe upon us the breath of the Holy Spirit, the breath of life. Lord, we're looking for a great harvest of the lost to come into the church in this Matthew 24 time. In this time of the end, Lord. We're looking for a great harvest of the lost. Lord, would you fill our hearts with compassion for the lost and the dying? Would you put a heart of compassion for our our brothers and sisters? Would you remove the pride from our hearts? The arrogance from our spirits? Our self-assurance? Lord Jesus, you are You are our assurance. It's by your blood. Lord Jesus, it's by your blood. I just come pleading, oh Lord, hear the cry today. Turn us not away. Jesus, turn us not away. up your church for we are dying breathe upon us living God restore life integrity purpose single mindedness Lord give us the courage to focus on you Jesus and to wait before you to wait upon you, Jesus. Lord, it's such an honor to be able to wait upon you. Lord, there's a work that only you can do in your church. I pray for your church today. Lord, I pray for your church in America. Lord, I see in other nations, in China, Vietnam, Saudi Arabia, Iran, Iran. Lord, you're building your church. And people are suffering intense persecution. Lord, in America, we've been, we've been adulterers. We've sought after the devil's entertainment. We've even brought the devil's entertainment into your church. Our pastors have stood in the pulpit and told jokes, done little inspirational messages with no conviction and no power. So, Lord, the American church has been fed on foolishness. 
And now we're reaping the harvest. And we're dying. We're malnourished. We haven't had the meat and potato of the gospel. We haven't had the strong food. We've been fed on on weak, watered-down milk. Lord, bring an end to this. Lord, we need you. I need you, Jesus. I need your power and your authority to speak to demons and have them cast out, to heal the sick, to preach the gospel straight and clean and pure, even as the apostles delivered it to us. Lord, I plead with you for your church today. Mighty God, would you send forth your Holy Spirit? Thank you, Jesus. Our phone number is 877-534-0780. We have a caller. Yes, would you please put them through? Well, our caller just hung up. 877-534-0780. Would you like to call and pray? I don't want to have to put music on today. But our prayer time is serious time. Okay. Welcome. Our caller is back. Would you put them through, please? Hello, are you there? Hello? Yes, please pray. Uh, I come before you, Jesus. I praise you, I adore you, I love you, and I want you to come. I want you to take us out of this Sodom and Gomorrah. Yesterday I heard on a show that 58% of Christians are watching child pornography. The children are being abused, and I'm sick of hearing it. I'm sick of the sin. I just want you to come back and take out of here before there's any, I don't, before there's none left. He said, when you come, will you find faith upon the earth? Lord, please return. We want you to return and take us out of here. It's so evil. It's Sodom and Gomorrah. Please, Jesus, hear our cry. Yes. Yes, Jesus, please hear our cry. Please hear our cry. Our phone number is 877-534-0780. This is your time to pray. This is your time to pray. Lord, 
I lift my brothers and sisters before you who are listening today. I lift them before you today, Jesus. You know the condition of each person's heart. Lord, would you meet their cry? We have another caller. Yes, please put them through. Welcome. Please pray. Hi, Pastor Ray. It's Lynn in Maryland. Father, thank you. Thank you for Pastor Ray. I ask, Lord, that you would bless and soothe his heart. I thank you, Lord, that he enriches each one of us who have the privilege to listen to you through him. I thank you that he is so faithful to you, Father. Oh, Jesus, thank you. Thank you that you hear our prayers. Thank you, Lord, and thank you for his teachings on the book of Revelation. On Monday, I kept thinking about um, the man who invited the people to um, the bridal supper, and the rich people, his friends, didn't come, so he sent his servants out to get the people off the streets, and then more and more people, and but then there was the person who wasn't clothed in their wedding garments. Lord, I pray that we will be found worthy at your supper and be clothed in you because you are our only hope. But like Pastor Ray so wonderfully teaches, by your grace, We are able to no longer live in our sin. Not that we're ever going to be perfect, but we don't walk as we walked. You change us. Thank you, Lord, that you change us. I pray, Lord, there's so many, and not to be judgmental, but especially this weekend, there's so many I mean, you know, there's the church that feels so right, rock and roll on Sunday morning. And it's not right. It's not true. It's not truth. Your way, Lord, is narrow. And it's a straight gate. And we can only enter through knowing the Lord, letting you, Jesus, do your work in our lives. I thank you, Lord, that Ray reminds us that that requires us to take the necessary time and not, and I'm guilty of this, letting so much of the world enter in, listening to the news. I think it's important to know what's happening, but not to rule my life. Lord, may you be ruler of all of our lives. And I pray especially that you give us your wisdom. You say if we ask for wisdom, you will give it to us. So I ask, Lord, for your wisdom and knowledge and understanding to understand your truth and know your word and be able to discern right from wrong and truth from error and truth from part truth. Because part truth isn't true. Yeah. There's the truth, and then there's opinions and part truths. And there's lots of different ways that feel right. But there's only you, Lord Jesus. And and I'm so sorry, Lord. I'm so sorry that 
people who people people in the know and it's been so long who knows that it's like well nobody can know but we can know we have your word and we have a few preachers who still preach your truth but we do need to take the time to know you ourselves and you actually tell us in your word that those who know you and have your Holy Spirit need no man to teach them so Lord your word is true and you say what you mean and you mean exactly what you say so I pray Lord that we all be drawn to your word and drawn to you and take the time that's necessary to commune with you and to obey you, to know you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. I thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Lord, I pray your blessing for Lynn today. Lord, you hear the cry of her heart. And I pray your healing and your blessing upon her. And make her a strong witness that you are Jesus, our Lord. Thank you, Lord. I pray in your holy name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Lynn. Thank you for calling. God bless you too, Pastor Ray. And and bless Drew as well. God bless Drew. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Our phone number is 877-534. 0780 Is the Lord calling you to pray? Then call now, please. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. You see the trouble we're in. You understand. We're almost dead. We're rich and increased in goods and think we don't need anything. But you said we're poor and wretched and miserable. I'm asking, Lord, that you would take from the American church, you would take from me and the National Prayer Chapel all of our blindness and pretense that we could see the true condition of our hearts. Lord, I thank you for those today who are hungry for you, who desire to hear a straight, honest word. I thank you for those today who are coming alive in you, Jesus, and are searching after you. I pray you will give us the power to pray, the courage to pray and stand up and say, this has to change. Lord, would you come? Would you breathe upon us, Holy Spirit? Thank you, Lord. I'm going to read another passage of Scripture for you. As I wait for a caller, 877-534-0780. Romans, the eighth chapter, you've heard this before, but please 
hear it for the first time. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do in that it was weakened by the sinful nature, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful man to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in sinful man. Or literally, he brought judgment upon sin in order that the righteous requirements of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the sinful nature, but according to the Spirit. Those who live according to the sinful nature have their minds set on what that nature desires. What does that nature desire? Entertainment? The NASCAR? The Redskins? The tennis? The kayaking? The biking? We can all become totally absorbed in some aspect of our own entertainment. And it robs us of time with Jesus. Those who live according to the sinful nature have their minds set on what that nature desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. I can tell you right now what the Spirit desires from what he's told me. He desires a righteous and holy church who will live according to the word. He desires a church that will be breathed upon and brought to life by the Holy Spirit who will single-mindedly search after Jesus with all of our hearts, that will let go of all of our foolishness and seek Jesus. Verse 6, the mind of sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the Spirit is life. And peace. The sinful mind is hostile to God. What do you mean? Don't ask me to turn off the television. Are you kidding me? Don't ask me to turn away from the Redskins. Are you kidding me? That's what I get from sinful minded people. Turn away from my video games? From my boxing? from my other violent video. Are you kidding me? It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those controlled by the sinful nature cannot please God. God is not pleased with the church today in America. He is very displeased by us. And we must repent. You, however, are controlled not by the sinful nature, but by the Spirit, if the Spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to Christ. 
But if Christ is in you, your body is dead because of sin, yet your spirit is alive because of righteousness. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who lives in you. Therefore, brothers, we have an obligation. But it's not to the sinful nature to live according to it. For if you live according to the sinful nature, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. Because those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship, and by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. Our phone number in studio, 877-534-0780. We have another caller. Let's take that one. Hi, welcome. Welcome. Yes, hello. Please pray. Yes. Yes. Um, God bless you, Pastor Ray. Um, uh, before I pray, I want to say that I was raised in a spirit of perfection, and I have not called to pray because I've been... Uh, utterly terrified and I get to shaking and I can't speak and actually that's been that way my entire life and God loves me and he wants to use me and Satan has seemed to have won and I have been walking with Yeshua Jesus Yahweh seeking a deep relationship with him and he loves me and he doesn't want me or anyone else to live like this anymore and I stand in the gap and pray today. And uh, Pastor Greenlee, your words are pure and beautiful. They touch my heart because the Holy Spirit is in you, and you are my shepherd under Yeshua, Jesus Christ. And hello, America. God bless America and those who are not yet going to those who are not yet written in the Lamb's Book of Life and those that are. Good afternoon, and hello, Father. I into your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise, and I thank you, Father, and I praise your holy name. I've come to worship you today, Father, to lift your name up on high, Yahweh, Yeshua, Abba, Father, Yahweh, Sabaoth, Yeshua, Mashiach, Jesus Christ. And I come to make requests to you to thank you and to apologize to you. Um, Father. I pray all satanic strongholds, curses, sins, and addictions be broken off away from us, that the spirits of pride, fear, doubt, guilt, and shame, hate, rage, anger, malice, chaos, confusion, lying, cheating, stealing, murder, wrath, gambling, cussing, gossiping, self-pity, bitterness, the narcissistic spirit, the spirit of manipulation, hoarding, greed, smoking cigarettes, sexual immorality, drugs and alcohol, and the critical spirit be broken off away from us. I pray all Masonic curses be broken off, all Luciferian curses be broken off, all witchcraft be broken off, all lies wrongfully spoken against us by ourselves or anyone else be broken off of us in your name, Yeshua. 
I pray that we be filled with the Holy Spirit and that we have the fruits of the Spirit of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. And those who belong to Yeshua Mashiach have crucified their sinful nature with its passions and desires. And, Father, I pray that we have a deep desire for you to want to be closer to you and read your word and pray to you. I pray that we hate what you hate and love what you love. I pray we be convicted by the power of the Holy Spirit of our sin, that we turn and repent. I pray we eat what you want us to eat, think what you want us to think, read what you want us to read, that we have a deep love for your word. Father, I pray that we come out from all false religions and put down all idols and put you first and foremost above everyone and everything else. I pray all our needs be met, food, water, medicine, shelter, and clothing, and that we be healed mentally, physically, and spiritually. I pray that we can differentiate between truth and lies and good and evil, and that we seek life and to want to live holy, right, and pure and just before you, Father. I pray you take our heart of stone and make it a heart of flesh, that your desires be our desires, that we hate what you hate and love what you love. I pray that we come to the end of ourselves, that we be malleable in your hands, and that we come out from instant gratification and seek to have patience and peace in you. Yahweh, Yeshua. Father, you are my creator, my master, my judge, my lawgiver, my king, my Lord. You are the king of kings and Lord of lords. You are my shepherd, my savior, my redeemer, my doctor, my father, and my friend. Father, I am your slave, your ambassador, your soldier, your sheep, your daughter, and your friend. And I bow down before you on this 25th day of September 2020 at the foot of your throne with great gratitude and thanksgiving to you, Father, for keeping me and holding me because, Father, I deserve to be in hell. We deserve to be in hell because we've broken every commandment, Father. And I pray, I thank you for coming and dying on the cross for our sins. And I pray that if we even think of turning to the left or the right, that we repent and continue to walk with you by the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, I lift up the President of the United States and and his wife, and I pray they have a strong marriage in you. Um, I pray their marriage be rejuvenated, lifted up, and healed, that they be best friends, that they have humor in their marriage. I pray this for all marriages that were people were married under your hand according to your will. I pray for those in the uh, that work in the White House, the president's family, the government, and the military. I pray they read your word and pray to you to find out what you would have them to do for the country. Um, I pray for the vets, that they be healed mentally, physically, and spiritually, and all their needs be met, food, water, medicine, shelter, and clothing that they be loved, lifted up, and encouraged by family, friends, associates, and strangers, and if they're homeless, they find a place to live. I pray for the homeless, that they find a place to live, a place to clean their bodies, their clothes, that they read your word and pray to you, that they have fresh, healthy food to eat, that they know who to speak with and who not to speak with, that you help them, keep them, guide them, protect them, and lift them up. I pray for those that want to kill themselves and those that are being sold into sex slavery, being sexually assaulted, abused, and raped. I pray you keep your hand on them and protect them from the evil one, from Satan. Please help us, Father. Father, I pray that the people take their faces out of their technology and think about what's going to happen to them when they die and take you seriously and know that Satan exists and that there's only two places to go after this life, not purgatory, only two places, heaven or hell. And I pray that this people see the evil in this world and their sin and be repulsed by it and fear you and repent and come to know you and be saved. Please help us, Father, I beg you. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. I worship you and I praise you and I lift your name up on high. Pastor, I I love you very much. I've never met you. You are deep in my heart. 
I thank God for you. I have no church. I've come out from family. I had to come out from so-called friends, and I'm alone. The only people I see are at the grocery store. I read my word, and I pray, and I pray, and I read my word, and I walk the streets with a giant cross and the American flag, and I pray that you pray for me to have courage even unto death, and for the people, I pray these things to stand up and have faith in God. Fear God. Thank you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you. We have time for one more caller. Welcome. Would you put them through? Yes. Hello? Is the caller there? <clears throat> yes, please pray. Hello? Yes, hi, you're on. Please pray. Hi. Um, thanks for taking my call. I can barely hear you. <clears throat> Sorry. We well, Father about, God, we you see the urgency of the problem that we have here in our country. We ask forgiveness for yes. just such a, a multitude of sins, Father, and so many gods we've put before you in, in spending our time and money and interest and, and energy on. So we ask forgiveness for that and so many other things, <clears throat> allowing abortion to continue as it has. Father, we ask for unity and coordination, organization, and humility and order as um, they march tomorrow in the in the Franklin Graham March of Prayer from from the Memorial Lincoln Memorial on down, and they're stopping at seven spots, and that is so biblical. So we just ask that people stay safe, respect each other, distance, wear their masks, and um, but really just. It, it, it come before the foot of the cross, Father, <clears throat> in <clears throat> unified prayer and and anointed prayer, and we're travailing, Father, that you would have mercy and forgive us and lead us and protect us, guide us, and show us your plan, your way, um, as we know that, that judgment is around the corner. And be with the organizers and, and those that 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 are coming, we ask for safety as far as parking availability, <clears throat> and uh, also the Jonathan Kahn um, uh, event. Also, I don't have all the details about that, but just place your hand on all these people that are believers, maybe even pre-believers, <clears throat> or just plain, plain, caring, loving, patriotic Americans that want. Um, much better for our country and for your hand to be on it, Father, as we go through the next few months especially. God, thank you for your love and grace, forgiveness, and um, goodness and blessing us. Bless these events, Father, each and every one who goes. I hope to be able to go myself if you can work it out. Thank you. Thank you for Pastor Ray and prayer time on Fridays. In Christ's name, amen. God bless you, sister. Okay, we're out of time. Um, you've been listening to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Ray Greenlee from the National Prayer Chapel. I'd love to hear from you. We're coming to the end of the month, and we need to cover the cost for radio for this month. You can do that by writing to me at the National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia. 22195 
Again, it's the National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. And I want to thank each one of you who has given this month. Um, Ellen, this morning, thank you. Thank you for each one of you who has been faithful to the call of Jesus. And I also... um, tell you you can give online you can go directly to nationalprayerchapel.com up in the upper right hand corner you'll see a place where it says donate click on that it will open a web page web page where you can easily and quickly give online my brother my sister god bless you today i'm praying for you i love you i'll talk to you soon a new beginning